Hello and welcome back to the Wild Expansion Podcast. This week I am joined by Volcherna, who is the creator of the jewellery company Flohemian Rhapsody. If you haven't checked out her store on Etsy, the details are in the show notes. She creates beautiful jewellery with like crystals and lovely symbols. So definitely check out her store. I'm lucky enough to own two pairs of her earrings already. And I think it is going to be the start of a big collection. Volcherna is from Tyrone, Northern Ireland, and she has spent the past few years traveling, living in Australia and Canada now. And her plan is next Christmas to get a boat and sail around the world, starting in the Caribbean. So Flatirna shares loads of her travel adventure stories. It's really helpful to listen to this if you just want to um, learn how to find a job and travel with like-minded people and settle into a new country. And also, it was just so much fun recording this podcast. We had loads of laughs and there are two things though um in the middle of this podcast I just had to get like a muff protection for the microphone and then at the right end of the podcast the laptop just died so we had to end on a really random mid-conversation note but that is all part of it that's podcasting life for you and that's me not being organized having the laptop charged but oh well what can you do anyway I am sure that you will enjoy this podcast conversation so let's just start it now so hello, Fultierna. Welcome to the Wild Expansion Podcast. Thank you very much, Moira. We're Lovely only to be here. Yeah, that's good. We're sitting here outside Fultierna's house, just looking at the beautiful view after a big feast. We probably should have recorded like the past two hours because we were just talking. Yeah, that's actually very true. Yeah. God, there's been some shit coming out of our mouths the past couple of hours. <laughs> it would need like censored and lots of beeps. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Fultierna, if anyone um, hasn't heard about you before, would you mind introducing yourself? Yep, so I'm Fultierna slash Flo. Most people call me Flo now just because Fultierna is just too hard wherever I'm travelling around the world. I'm living in Canada at the minute. I uh, lived in Australia for two and a half years and now I've been in Canada for nearly two years and living in Vancouver. Don't know, is there any other substance to me? <laughs> what, what do you love to do? I love I love hiking camping just being outdoors and um, we bought a boat recently so I'm really really keen on wakeboarding at the minute as well it's my newfound passion have you always like loved doing outdoor activities or is it something that you like to do more as you get older yeah I think it's really opened up since I've went to like Australia and traveled a lot more you know because it's so annoying but you can't you don't appreciate what you have whenever you're at home like you're like at home and Ireland is stunning but I never appreciated it until I left and then so yeah I've never really done I played a lot of Gaelic and walking and stuff but no not until I left and then I went to Australia and I just loved going camping over there and being near the ocean yeah really opens up your eyes I think whenever you leave you know and then now in Canada got the boat (laughs) <laughs> got all the toys so oh, yeah so fun so like what made you first want to go traveling so I think from a young age like I was born in Donegal 
and I've always kind of moved around houses so I think maybe that's it's been instilled in me from like a young age that I like to nearly live out of a suitcase um so yeah that's why I went to Australia initially I was like okay right I'm going to Australia need to go there for a year that was my plan from like I started uni I was like right straight away after I get my degree I'm gonna head off and then my friend Hannah she came along with me and we just set off over there went to Sydney and didn't have a bloody clue what we were gonna do we ended up fundraising for cancer council for like six months and god we were on terrible money there just winging it really and then and then what did we do <laughs> then we got our podiatry jobs so yeah that was class money and we finally got a wee taste of money so that was nice <laughs> that allowed us to really live luxurious lives then and then I met Chris he's Australian and we both wanted to go to trap to travel to Canada on a working holiday visa so we went there and we've been there for two years it seems like no time since you've moved to Canada that's just for me following you on social media yeah it feels like I've been there for about two months but it, it flies whenever you're there um, just like with all the activities available to you like going snowboarding skiing yeah. hiking camping and it's all within like an hour of the city that we live in so we're so lucky over there love it so like you're traveling now there's a big group of six of you or something isn't there yeah there's seven of us in our house do you have any tips for like how to make the most of like living with a big group of people because I'm sure like you know you're in each other's space a lot of times but it sounds like so much fun so yeah do you have any advice that's actually such a good question especially that we were in quarantine for like quite a few months there all together so we just it's like a commune honestly we just all chip in for food we cook everyone cooks separate nights um, we do brunches together we just try and make the most because we know that it's not going to last forever yeah and it's just so much fun we're like oh. right let's like let's all chip in let's buy a boat let's chip in and buy a hot tub like you just I think whenever you've got like a group of like-minded people together you're you're so open to like so many opportunities yeah and you're able to like afford so many more things because there's like people chipping in so it's great yeah I think if you're thinking about moving with like a group of people just do it and try not to care about like you know minor things like messiness and yeah because that just won't work yeah. you'll get so pissed off at everybody so <laughs> just take it as it comes be led back and it'll all work out what's your advice for somebody who like wants to find a tribe of like-minded people oh, that's such a good question I feel so blessed and lucky to find Hannah McGarry I think that was my number one person to go traveling with and then we just ended up magnetizing people along <laughs> is that even a word I don't know yeah <laughs> yeah we were just attracting people and we just ended up with a class group um but to start out that's a really good question and I think doesn't Sinead Hegarty have uh like a group of people where she go they go to Bali and they do like I a, think so yeah like yeah that I think something. that like a retreat where you get to meet loads of people that are thinking similarly say you don't have somebody to go traveling with because they have no money or you just don't have somebody yeah. I think that would be a class thing to do something like that or what I also would definitely recommend is go travel on your own uh-huh. I was traveling around South America two years ago and we did it for three months Chris and I and we met so many like female solo travelers and obviously male as well but I think for females it's a lot more like difficult to to wrap your head around going around 
bussing about South America. Yeah. Like when you hear so many horror stories. But the amount of girls we met just doing it on their own was amazing. Like they were having the best time. You just have to let go of the fear, don't you? And you, you come across so many amazing people whenever you're traveling as well, like the hostels. And you just find so many people that think the same as you. So I was going to say, like, how did you meet these, like, solo travellers? So, like, through hostels, yeah? Through hostels, yeah. And even just, like, day trips. Like, we were doing a... We were doing a... The Death Road cycle. Have you heard of it in Bolivia? No. So it's in... It's just outside La Paz in Bolivia. And it's... You cycle 60 kilometres downhill. Like, one of the most dangerous roads in the world. And you're, like, cycling around these corners. And, like, just big, massive drops at the sides. And there's been so many deaths on these roads, hence the name, obviously. <sighs> um, but we were like doing this mad like cycle, and we met these three Australian guys, and we're still like really good friends. And we went traveling with them like around Colombia and everything. That's class. From just meeting them on this one trip. Yeah. So yeah, I think just put yourself out there, say yes to everything, go along, like. Myra, we didn't even know each other before this, and you're just up my house here now doing a podcast. Like, just you just <laughs> yeah, need to like reach out to people. Yeah, reach out to people because there's so many people out there that you probably follow on Instagram that seems like they'd be very similar to you. Yeah, just have a chat. Like, you've got nothing to lose Aye. if you don't. Like, you, the only thing you're gonna lose is if you don't reach out. Yeah. So I'd say just go for it. Do travel. Go travel on your own. Like I'm saying that, and I like would have a big fear of it, but I think now just after the past like year I think I could go and do it on my own whereas before I'd be like no I'm scared to sleep in the house on my own like for god's sake as if I could go travel on my own but now I think I could yeah so just do it it's so fun isn't it like it just gives you a whole new lease of life it really does have you went traveling on your own at all yeah I've done it a few times so oh yeah sure you were like Bundaberg and everything yeah fun- uh, Funderburg. Funderburg. <laughs> um like uh, yoga teacher training in India Oh my China, god, that America. is a dream. Yeah, so like you've no excuse if you want to go traveling, like just go yourself and yeah. you'll meet incredible people. Yeah, I'd say you've met some amazing people from just do, putting yourself out there and yeah. going alone. Especially if you do go alone, you're forced to really put yourself out there more and make connections, I think. Yeah. So it's so good. Get out of your comfort zone because you're not going to find anything inside your comfort zone. No. Like, <laughs> I think I think both of us share the thing where you can't be scared of rejection. Like, you just have to say it as it is. Yeah. And the best quote that mummy always says is, if you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah. So just, yeah, put yourself out there. Love it. <laughs> what are, like, some of the most fun adventures you've been on? Fun adventures. Oh, my goodness. There's been so many. And <laughs> um, we did this... This was quite a relaxing adventure, but we did uh, sailing... Well, we, it was like a catamaran. We got it. We rented it up in the Whitsundays. And Chris, my my boyfriend, he sailed like 12 of us around on this big, massive... can't remember what foot, like 60-foot catamaran. Sailed us around for a full week around the Whitsundays. Got and snorkeling with turtles, seen sharks, dolphins. Amazing. It was unbelievable. So that was just one adventure. But I just like to see every, every day as an adventure, really. And just try and see the best in every day and see what you can do. Going to Canada is probably the best, the best one yet. Yeah. Yeah, just because there's just so much beauty over there. And I know there is, you can find beauty everywhere, but over there, it's like right in your face. Like, you can see the mountains from the city centre, snow-capped mountains, there's beaches around the city. You go snowboarding like 20 minutes away from the city centre, like, it's just fab. And like, do you plan out your free time in advance, how you're going to spend, spend it? Sometimes, like, we... If we're going to go and do a big, like, multi-day hike or something, you could sometimes have to book 
those in advance so we try and find like a good gen or like a good weekend in the summer or something to do that my family came over and visited that was an amazing adventure actually they came and visited we did like 10,000 kilometers we drove across to Banff seen like Moraine Lake Louise Lake did some amazing hikes Berg Lake is an amazing hike if anybody's ever going to go over there to Canada it's probably like six hour drive from Vancouver um, and it's like a two day hike and the things you see are just incredible oh, nice. um, you should definitely go and what else did I do? went down to Portland and Oregon Washington yeah it's unbelievable went over to Vancouver Island that you have to go to Tofino if you're ever going over there as well go surf <laughs> and you said you recently got a hot tub in your house in Canada? Yes, so we did. <laughs> what are the pros and cons of having a hot tub? Right, so <laughs> I'll start with the cons because there's really not that many, but just having to get an electrician to come and unplug it for your <laughs> for your house inspection because you're not meant to have a hot tub in your house. That must be hard to hide it from an inspection because it's so big. <laughs> so our landlord, he lives in Shanghai, so he hasn't been oh, able amazing. to get back. Yeah. So he sends his um like friend. So his friend doesn't really know that we're not meant to have a hot tub. Okay, so yeah, he didn't report it back, thank God. So we're all sweet for another few months to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> and pros, obviously, you're just in it all the time and bring a book out there. We've got the projector set up. We can have movie nights in it. You can have big parties in it. We had a really big party in it for Hannah, Hannah's birthday there in May. It was like full lockdown, so we couldn't do anything else. So we just had a hot tub party and got absolutely steaming and one of our friends Pippa she sent us over like six bottles of Prosecco on Uber Eats oh my god love uh, that. not that's that we, a good friend yeah not that we <laughs> needed it because we had enough there to do us but we of course managed to drink the six bottles of <laughs> Prosecco as good well effort. we're all in bed by eight o'clock <laughs> so yeah lots of pros pros if you do get loaded you can just roll down the stairs and into your bed <laughs> you don't have to worry about lift home <laughs> exactly yeah it's perfect do you ever like eat on it? Or you just have a barbecue? We have a barbecue literally right beside it. Amazing. And so like some of us will maybe be in the hot tub, some person's over here like doing the barbecue, but like in winter it's probably not ideal, but I'm sure we'll make it work somehow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's class. I love it. How did you find that house? Oh god. We did a couple of wee dodgies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this house is incredible, like. Um it's like oh my god it's the perfect house and I remember seeing it on Craigslist and I was like right we need to get that house it has a swimming pool as well forgot to mention oh my god yeah we call it the swamp though because <laughs> we're not very good at cleaning it is there frogs but, in it uh winter and like autumn there will be frogs in it for sure <laughs> <laughs> you'd find species of anything in there no joke <laughs> biology lab <laughs> You need to get your lab coat and your, your glasses on to go out there. Um, but So I seen it on Craigslist and I was like, right, this is the one. Like, we need to get this house. And I sent it to Hannah and Connor. And because they hadn't came over yet, they were coming over the week after me and Chris. So we we were like, right, plotting, how can we get this place? Because none of us had jobs and you needed to <laughs> provide, like, proof of jobs, proof of funds. Yeah. Uh, what else do we do? What else do we need? yeah just like everything just to prove that you're like a self-sustaining adult which none of us were uh we just me and chris had just been traveling around south america for three months and had absolutely no money we were living on credit cards and so we're hannah and connor because they'd spent like seven months not working at home so yeah no money in the bank 
but we were getting this house anyway. Mission Impossible. Yeah, so we were, me and Chris were actually staying on a friend's couch for like 10 days this stage. So we went, I like rang the guy and was like, yeah, we're very interested. We're two mature professional couples who will take very good care of your house. And he was like, okay, let's, let's have an interview. Yeah. So we went and had an interview. Them three had been drinking as well before, like for this interview before, and I was like the only sober one. I was driving. I was like, guys, seriously, please just like don't mess this up. Like yeah. I want this house so much, and they were grand anyway. And the guy was like, yeah, seemed all good. I just need to have like your proof of everything. So we we give like we had like kind of a group of friends already living there that we just kind of met through other friends. So we give all their contact details as work. Yeah. Do not oh, try like this at home, by the way. <laughs> yeah. For like a work reference. Yeah. And like a landlord kind of reference previous. And we had just like, you know, maybe put like, proved like our credit card funds or something as, um, that just helps them off. Sorry. Oh, right. I was like, oh God, you know what? This audience to hear my dodgy stories. <laughs> no, this just helps with like the one. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So then I think we must have like, edited our bank accounts or whatever and sent like a fake receipt across to say we had like thirty thousand pounds each in the account in our accounts. So the guy was like, yes, use our class basically. Yeah. Um and it was down to between us and another family, like God love them, but we got it. And that was the best day ever. <laughs> How did you celebrate no, getting the house? We had like a wine and cheese night in our house and we bought dressing gowns. <laughs> He's bought dressing gowns. We're all in dressing gowns and like, yeah, matching dressing gowns. Um, that we obviously got in like a second-hand store because we still because he's enough thirty thousand pounds. Definitely did not have thirty thousand pounds. Look, catch me if you can is probably my spirit animal. Yeah, hundred percent. I was like saying before that's even like whenever I moved to Australia or anywhere. They ask you like how many years experience you have and you say you have two even if you have none. Two is the magic number. Two is the magic <laughs> You say one and a half to two. Like, sorry, yeah, I think it was like roughly nineteen months, I think it was working on travel. Because <laughs> in order to travel, like you have to you learn as you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just like and we did really not enjoy Canada, to be honest, for the first few months because we just had no money and it was January, like we went over in January, went over probably in a pretty shitty time, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like quite miserable there in winter, except of course the, the snow and like the snowboarding and skiing and stuff, which is class, but just like the whole, the city just rains for most of winter. Yeah. Um, but if, if I had said anybody go to Canada, just do it and persevere. Yeah. Even if you're going to, even if you're going to go travel and move to Australia or anywhere you need to give it a few months 100% for like yeah. to give it a chance yeah because you, you really don't know anything at the start you're like no I don't like it like I need home comforts yeah. send me back yeah 100% a mixture between faking it till you make it and hiding out a few weeks yeah yeah oh my god definitely and like don't be disheartened if you don't get jobs yeah just like keep putting yourself out there like go into places because I feel like those you know the, the online like sites that you'd be applying to yeah they never get back to you 100 so just like do your own research like reach out to companies individually yeah go to recruiters that's the only that's the main ways to get jobs yeah. when you're going away remember i always tried before i went to the country to apply for jobs and they're like wait until you get out here yeah and then it's like not until you meet a recruiter face to face i think that it really does get the ball rolling yeah exactly because yeah. you, you can't like prove yourself until you meet somebody face to face i don't think yeah 
And how long did it take you to get your first job in Canada? So we, it took maybe like a cup, maybe like a week or something, but we weren't really looking the first few days. We're just enjoying ourselves. And then we went and started, we went up to Cypress Mountain, the closest ski field. And we were like, okay, let's go up here. We'll buy our season pass and we'll go for a snowboard. And they were hiring. So we thought, oh my God, it's a dream job. And we ended up working there for like $12 an hour. Absolutely terrible conditions. Hated every second of it. And after two weeks in, I got another like really good job that I'm still in now. So. And they're allowing you to work from home. And I'll, yeah, they're allowing me to travel back here for four weeks, working for two, got two weeks holidays. It's just ideal, really. It's so good. Yeah, so me and Hannah both working together yet again. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. And like, if you're stuck with something, like, you can help each other out as well. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm here and she's over there, so she has to make all, like, phone calls or whatever. So I'm just like, hey, do you um, mind doing this? Is she in Canada now still? Yeah, but she's still over there, so she's still working away. What did you want to be as a little girl before you grew up? That is so funny. I wanted to be the president of Ireland. No way. <laughs> I love it. I was like, okay, I'll, here, everyone, sit down. I'll fix Ireland. Like, I'll make it a hole. <laughs> <laughs> easily done. That's right, yeah. We like, don't need all drama. Me, tender age of seven. Yeah. Definitely knew I was going to fix Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> you could still do it, yeah. I could still do it, yeah. God, who'd listen to me? <laughs> <laughs> I think getting a boat around the world is just as a good idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll manage Ireland from there. Yeah. Around the Caribbean. <laughs> Google map it after it. Um, what made you decide that you want to travel around the world on a boat? In a boat? Okay, so this is my plan. So next year we're gonna we're gonna try and save for maybe another year, two years. I don't know. We're gonna get permanent residency in Canada. Um because my visa's up now in January. Yeah. Travel or and then stay there for a year. Just until we have enough money to buy like the dream sailing boat. Yeah. And we're going to go down to Florida, buy it there, and sail around the Caribbean for the foreseeable. So this is all Chris's idea. His family, it was their, it was their plan. Like, like his mom and dad and sister, the, the four of them, were going to head off like a few years ago. The blueprint is there. That, yes. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Like the dad, he's got it all worked out. So that's what the, <laughs> that's what their plan was. And unfortunately, well, actually, fortunately, the mum got pregnant again. So they had actually put the house up for mortgage or for sale. Yeah. And Chris and his sister had been taken out to be homeschooled so that they were going to be getting homeschooled on this, on this boat oh, whoa, for like that's a couple so of years or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to be sailing around the world. And then the mummy got pregnant again with um, Lottie. She's now like 12. So, <laughs> so yeah, I don't think they were too happy about it at the time. But obviously now it's fab to have her in our lives. So yeah, that's that's the passion. That's where it came from, is from Chris's family. So it's been like twelve years in the pipeline, the stream. <laughs> yeah, and another couple couple of years counting. Yeah, so. someone has to do it. So. <laughs> I'll take one for the team. Yeah, <laughs> and like, well, you need to do much prep before you get in this boat. Like, what what would you do? How do you spend your day? I'm just gonna raid sailing for dummies or something. Maybe. I love it. <laughs> uh, Chris, you're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be a largely pescatarian dad whenever I move out onto that boat. Uh-huh. But it'll be me, Chris, and Neve. She's decided she wants to come as well, so that's great. Um, it'll be fun to have the three of us. And how many beds is like in this boat? Or does, the dream boat 
could fit probably like 40 people. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> but I don't know what we'll end up with. Probably one that can sleep. Hopefully, I think seven could be our lucky number, you know, with yeah. just the amount of people who've oh, had in like our house. That. So I'm going to hope seven that can sleep. So at least like our families can come at a point and yeah. our friends. And you're obviously welcome, Moira, yourself. Thank you. Um, Maybe next year we'll record a podcast from the book. Oh my God, let's. Yeah. That'll be I get a waterproof yeah. cover for <laughs> <laughs> that'd be unreal so yeah that to, for for prep i'm just gonna i'd love to get my paddy course you know um so you can you can dive in open water have you done that before yeah scuba i went or? i went over in australia i did scuba dive and i absolutely loved it isn't it the best thing it's unreal did you do it yeah it's like you're entering into a different universe it, yeah it's it's so surreal <laughs> you're down there and you're like how does nobody else know about this yeah. like that's up there like this is insane this is nuts like no. It's so peaceful and calm mm. and oh my god, no, I, I love it. So yeah, I think that will be class to have like our scuba diving gear on the boat. Oh my god, I um, love that. Yeah, I'd, lo- I'd just love to do something like that. So I'd like to maybe get that done before I go. Yeah. Um, have that Where can you do that? You can do it in Canada. You can you can do it most. I'd say either you can do it here as well. Yeah. But there's like, it's really, really cheap to do it in Colombia and Belize. Kay Cocker I would absolutely love to go down there it's just like a wee island off Belize in Central America it's like one of the cheapest places to do it in the world so it'd be fun maybe to go down there or we could do it while we're sailing you know like stop somewhere and just just do it there that's so exciting I'd love and also what else do I need to get done before I go make a big massive book of meal plans because Mm. you can only you have to have so much tinned food and like you know food that like doesn't go off easily so I'm gonna have to try and be really creative with my recipes and do something like that that's so fun yeah because you don't get to, you don't you have to provision so you leave Florida and you have to provision for like six months. What does that mean? Uh, like get your rations for like six full months. So you aren't actually stopping at an island and like chilling. Oh no, out we there. will. Yeah, we will be doing that, but just for all your staples right, and stuff. I get you, yeah. yeah, so you, like you'll be stopping for fresh produce and you'll be fishing every day, so you'll be eating like you know like that. But yeah. for like more expensive goods and things, you'd have to get it all in Florida before you leave because mm. it's just too expensive if you're gonna be buying it and like the Bahamas and things like that Um, and especially because we're going to be like living on our wages from the past year we can't really be living too luxuriously I'm sure yeah (laughs) if you get to Florida there's a wee town called Charlestown okay it's the cutest sweet place ever oh my god have you been before yeah there's like six chocolate shops okay right I'll stock up (laughs) with my chocolate before I leave (laughs) ration on chocolate (laughs) yeah I'll be buying a lot of chocolate before I go oh And how are you going to get down from Canada to Florida? Like, that is what we haven't worked out yet. Yeah. Because we've got a lot of things. So Chris is a master at buying things he doesn't need, (laughs) thinking he'll need it for the boat. Give Um, us an example of random purchase. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) He's the maddest person, right? So he bought. He can't go past a deal. So we were in this like thrift shop kind of thing, and they sell old like um. You know, like air cast boots for whenever people like tear their ankle muscles and like tear their ligaments and break ankles. I bought two of them being like, it's okay, I'll make a profit on them. You never know when we might need it. Like, oh, you are nuts. Like, here's two, like two of them. Like, you know, you'd only need one at a time anyway. And it's still sitting on top of our wardrobe a year and a half later waiting to be used. It's like manifesting a broken ankle. Yeah, I'm like, why would you choose that? <laughs> but yeah, he's like got me into 
into these expensive purchases and everything now. So we've both bought mountain bikes. Amazing. Um, <laughs> which we Can don't. Can bring them on the boat or maybe you won't need them? I oh, that's know. actually a good question. No, he'll find something else that we'll need. Yeah. <laughs> better. He wants to buy electric, um, what do you call those? Not, they're like skateboards. They're like electric skateboard kind of things. Yeah, he thinks that we'll need that for the boat. Um, <laughs> he's bought a kiteboarding kit there recently. Like he actually is class at kiteboarding, so that's fair enough. But yeah. but he's like, we'll need it for the boat. Like, and this is a year and a half. Like, he's like, yeah, we'll need this for the boat. We need this for the boat. So like, our room is coming down with absolute shite. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder we got the biggest room because we have the most crap. <laughs> but we also bought. And I feel like I've definitely manifested this. So when his family were over last year, they his dad had told me about this bowler. Have you seen my Instagram for this? Don't know. It's how. like a wee camper trailer. I heard Shannon maybe say about it. Okay, yeah. no, this is the best. Like, it's like this little bubble. Okay. And it's so small. It's only thirteen foot um, in length, and probably like six foot in height. So like literally. Chris inside it like he is touching the roof but it's just like the most compact little travel trailer yeah. and they were made in the 70s um, and his dad was telling me like oh my god you would love it like you, you need to buy one well he probably didn't say you need to buy one I probably just took it yes I need to buy one because <laughs> um, I've caught the Chris the Chris bug now of like buying things um, so we were like looking for them absolutely everywhere my family were over helping me look whenever they were over we were stopping off and they were all absolutely crap that we'd seen so far and then one day I was on I was only looking on Facebook Marketplace and Gumtree and, and all because you can't buy them new or anything Yeah. so I found one on Facebook Marketplace and it was just like the perfect one it was like a six hour drive we literally jumped in the car drove there in the one day got it and came home with it like the next the next morning and it's like the best purchase ever and then I've made it into a business uh-huh. so I rent it out whenever I'm not using it Oh, that is amazing. I know it's it's like class. So we did it all up, and Chris put like a stereo speak like sound system in it, yeah. and um, we've got like a battery in it now, so you can charge your phone. That's and class. it's so cute, like it's adorable. So we called it Guinness. It's black and white. Oh. and yeah, it's it's done so well this year, like with people not going away, you know, too far. So yeah. people are coming, picking it up, and bringing it back. And what do they typically use it for? Um, so you bring it just to campsites. Um, yeah. and. Like I've been I went me and Neve, my friend Neve, we went away on it there, like independent women we are. Um we took it away on our own and we ended up because Chris makes it seem so easy, he like lifts it off the car, you know, it's like a detachable one. Uh-huh. Like, so you can take it wherever you want to go. So we went camping and we lifted it off the car. And I was like, look, Chris does this all the time. It's so easy. Yeah. Um, and I can't reverse with it either, which is horrible because it's so counterintuitive, you know, you're like reversing, but it's have you drove with a trailer on before? No. Okay, so it's like literally... I can't even imagine driving a car is difficult enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you drove a ute in Australia. Um, so it's with just like... So <laughs> it's just so strange. Like you're reversing it, but it's going the wrong way. Yeah. Anyone listening who drives the trailers will think I'm an absolute idiot. But anyway... extra respect it's for friggin- them. Yeah, I have so much respect for people who can drive a trailer. Yeah. So I was trying to reverse it at like 10 o'clock. One night we, we landed at a campsite and... The camp, the campers beside us, like must have been a wee couple or something. They were so cute. They were just watching us and like they're probably trying to get to sleep or whatever. But we were reversing this thing, revving like it was going up a hill. I was trying to reverse this, and Neve was standing out in the rain, trying to like, you know, 
direct me back and all and I just couldn't do it. I was trying for about 45 minutes and I was like, frig this. I hate giving up on these things because like I was like, yes, I don't need Chris, you know, to like yes. drive it for me and I can do it myself. And then I end up driving it straight in. So you can like detach it and bring it around nearly to bring it wherever you want. Um so you can like place it beside the fire or whatever. So me and Nave were like, right, look, I was like, Chris makes it look so easy. Let's lift it, move it, it'd be grand. And the two of us lifted it and there was like a tiny little slope and we lifted it and the thing like nearly came on top of us. We were both lying on the ground on a heap, like thinking this thing was gonna kill us both. Neve in a panic stood on my shoe and like tripped me up. So I was like lying on this, like this, and she was like lying over here on the ground. And this like group of people that were like the couple next door, they were just like looking over like, oh my God, are you okay? Like we were like screaming, laughing, like, like we'd literally seen death just right before us. Like we yeah. thought the, tra the trailer was gonna come on top of us. Oh my God. It was all good anyway, but we couldn't even have dinner. We're so traumatized. We just got straight into bed. Yeah. <laughs> we'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, that, that is just a really, really bad, like silly story. But yeah, the more you do it, the easier it gets. Yeah. And I think I can kind of reverse it a little bit better now. Oh. Uh, so we drove like across me, Hannah and Eve. We drove across to Revelstoke, which is probably like five hours away. And we camped there for a few days and then I didn't put enough oil in the car so the car broke down on the way back um, and it's it's still not great <laughs> yeah we had to get the buller then we had to rent another big truck to tow it back to Vancouver and leave our car there and then it had to get towed as well so yeah we had a bit of an unlucky run with cars this summer <laughs> so like enough of cars both it is yeah we're like yeah let's like not have any more mechanical issues with cars <laughs> but we needed to buy another car then so we could still tow our bowler you know for, oh. to go away for weekends so would you share a car or do you have one each uh, me and chris share a car um all the couples share a car that's a good idea and then neve shares with us yeah. <laughs> so, so we'll cheer that you recently started your own jewelry company bohemian rhapsody I did. tell us how that started uh, okay so we started making loads of earrings at the start of lockdown as a little hobby, which is yeah. our house, which was like so much fun. We were doing the like polymer clay ones. Do you know, have you seen them? Don't know. It's just like Play-Doh. So it's okay. like, it's, it, you literally can make whatever you want out of it. Yeah. So I love that. It was so creative and it was so nice just to like get back in tune with like your childlike, you know, crea yeah. creativity. I love that. And then I bought like crystals and then I started getting really into like kind of seeing like the healing powers, powers of crystals. And then I love, I just love like moon charms and different things like that. So then I just started making crystal earrings with like little different like charms and everything. And then I loved it. And I just had like so much like passion whenever I was making it. And you know, the flow that you get into whenever you're, your creative juices are flowing. <laughs> I love that feeling. Like it's, it's like meditation. Feeling. Yeah. You, you're not thinking about anything else, yeah. only what you're doing and producing at that time. So I was like in awe of like how my brain was working whenever I was doing it. It just made me feel so good. Yeah. So it was a great like form of distraction for me. So I'd be sitting up at night time so late, like everyone would be away to bed and I'd be like up with my crystals, making earrings oh. and just having a great time. <laughs> and then I was like, maybe I'll make it into, maybe I'll sell them because like I, like I just love them and I got so many compliments on them. So I was like, maybe I'll just see what, how it goes. So I just made a little Etsy and I was just sitting one day thinking, what would I even call my jewelry business? And I love 
like Queen and Queen is my favourite band ever like I just love Freddie Mercury so much and Bohemian Rhapsody like the movie that came out last year or two years ago it was like my favourite movie and I watched it about ten times and I just I was like maybe I could put my name to that let's call it Bohemian Rhapsody and then, amazing <laughs> so that, that's how it came about and I, I don't know I just love it <laughs> I love your jewellery too. Like, you're so talented. Like, how do you get inspired for what patterns you create or what design? I don't know. I just have, like, a feeling will come to me. And if I know... I don't know. If I'm making it as a gift, I always go on, like, that person's, like, style or personality. And I'll just, like... It'll just come to me, like, what crystals will go nice with them. And, yeah, I can just imagine them wearing them. So... It's, like, an intuitive process. Yeah, it's really intuitive. Like, I, I love that. And... And then I I love like looking at other people's like Etsy pages and I'll get so inspired from their creativity and I'll kind of not replicate what they're doing, but you know, kind of, you definitely get like some ideas from, from others. Yeah. Um, like you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You can just, you can just follow it and get some guidance from it. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's the story of Flohemian Rhapsody. And what is like the vision for it in the future? That's such a good question. I would love to be able to make them from the boat. You know, if I'm like, it's kind of like a form of work, you know, that you enjoy and you could do it. It'd be so nice to just be able to do that whenever you're on a sailing boat, like creating. Um, I'm really kind of getting into like necklaces and um, bracelets and other kind of things as well, not just earrings. Um, so yeah, who knows where it'll go? I don't know. I'm just really enjoying making them for now, and I've been a little bit slack while I've been at home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been so nice catching up with my family. So that's, I'll just put it down to that. <laughs> One thing I really admire about you, Flo, is that like I think myself, I can get really caught up thinking too much about my future, like my ten-year plan or whatever. But you seem like you're very much like just happy in the present and just thinking one year ahead, maybe max. Yeah. Which I really like. I think that's so important. That's so. That's a great question because <laughs> last year I was like going through a quarter-life crisis. I think thinking about it too much because when you're going out with an Australian, your family live in Ireland, his family live in Australia, you're really caught up in thinking about the future you've yeah. got because like, where am I going to live? Where, like, if I have kids, where are they going to live? Like, yeah. what are we going to do? But I really just, I've just realised there's no point getting too bogged down by it because you can't enjoy the present if you're worrying about the future too much. So true. So if, if it comes to the time when we have kids and... I want to live in Ireland. He wants to live in Australia. Sure, we'll have a house everywhere. Why, why not? Abundance. Yeah, we sure we'll sail back and forth. That's it. <laughs> I love it. I think we'll make something work. It always, yeah. it always works. I think that's the realization I came to was from my whole life. Like I've probably always been a wee bit anxious or something about what's going to happen in the future, but it always has worked out, and life has never let me down. Yeah. So just, I'm just going to continue doing what I'm doing and it'll all work out yeah just like trust in it just trust yeah just trust the process because like if you are going along with somebody else's plan like that is just not going to work out in the long run yeah you know you need to march to the beat of your own drum Uh and how do you find that beat of your own drum I think like I think it's mostly been like having the support of my mum and my family and not listen like not listening to what I should do Uh if people think like oh she needs to come home now and settle down or like 
Because I just when alter age is sort of maybe getting engaged and stuff. Oh my god, I've nine to five jobs. Like, how do you deal with that? Oh my god, I've never seen Facebook or Instagram more, <laughs> more like saturated in babies and marriages yes. and engagements. And I'm so happy for all of those people. Yeah. But right now, I just personally couldn't do it. Like, yeah. it's amazing that like they're they're marching to the beat of their own drum and they're really happy. Yeah. But personally, I'm just like going along with it and. I'm not ready to like sit still if you know what I mean like I, I don't I don't even know if I ever will be able to like yeah. I, I always feel like I've got itchy feet and like I don't know maybe I went to a counsellor there in January and she was amazing like she was telling me all about my emotional baggage she's like not only do you have physical baggage you've got emotional baggage and you know she's like it's following you wherever you're going um but I think I needed to nearly release that emotional baggage that I was carrying around because I, I probably would have been nearly traveling to to get away from my thoughts or, you oh, know. Under, that you know, is why everyone travels, I think. Yeah. You think you're escaping your problems, but they come with you. Oh my God, they and really do. Not. And then you're like, fuck. And I'm like, I moved to Canada and they're still here. Yes. But yeah, she, she was just like an absolute eye opener for me and now I can separate my emotional baggage from my physical baggage and I'm like okay I've worked on that and obviously it's an it's a never-ending process like your emotional baggage or whatever but as long as you're aware of it and you know what's going on then what are some good ways to separate your emotional baggage well I've recently really got into yoga and meditation I'm currently studying a yoga yoga teacher training online um so I think I know it's so it sounds so cliche like everyone's like just meditate do yoga but like I've not always been this type of person you know and I think everyone comes in it into it on their own whenever they're ready yeah but meditation definitely has helped um I try and do it every single morning before I get out of bed yeah maybe be like I try and do it before I'd even look at it's tough the other going, isn't it to sit down to sit down yeah. yeah I would only start off with like five minutes at the start and now like I could do 20 minutes yeah do you know That's whereas so good though. but 20 minutes and then I'd say you know I've been reading this book and it was saying um meditating is like training a puppy yeah like it all your mind always wanders but you you can't be strict with it and like force it back you need to like you know coax it back in and just train it like a puppy and like treat it with respect just don't you don't have to you don't have to force yourself to do it just do it for five minutes only do it as long as it takes for for you to like really feel like you have to get up now yeah so yeah and I think yoga is so good as well for getting out of your own head and also the physical benefits of it are amazing as well yeah I just love it. It's so class. It is. <laughs> I think the hard part is just getting on your mat. Once you're there, it's fine. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I'd like mummy's uh, yoga teacher as well. So me and her have been doing yoga every day. We've been trying to do it, and it's just so enjoyable. Yeah. Like just we do it. We do it for like maybe half an hour, and then we'll lie down on our mats and do ten minute meditation. And it's just like you, it. after it, you just feel amazing. Yeah. So, so good. Yeah, it's just so good for your soul. Do you ever dance? Oh my god, I'm a terrible dancer. Do you try anyway? Like in the club, yeah. <laughs> After <I'm>, whiskeys. <laughs> I haven't been in the bloody clubs in a long time now, though, with this yeah. coronavirus. But I really, I don't know. Do you follow Sahara Rose? 
Yes. And she, she's like the Ayurvedic. I love her. She is unbelievable. Like I love. Yeah, she does like twerks and spiritual um, twerking. <laughs> yeah, and like she's really into like belly dancing and just like these like free flowing movements yes. and just oh, letting your body queen. talk. Yeah. I'm like hell yes, like that. And I love the music she listens to. It's like you know like Indian like yeah. kind of. <laughs> I'm so into that. Like I probably need to do it. Yeah. Oh. Just get rid of the embarrassment and the, the fear of like looking like an absolute goose and just do it. <laughs> Even just around your bedroom. Yeah. Oh my god. Honestly, I have you even done it? Find dance more healing than like meditation or yoga right now. Oh my god. Give yeah. me a bloody move there, would you? No, I'm literally just like. <laughs> I'm I just allow myself to be like a floppy rag doll. <laughs> that like, sounds class. Like, this sounds so trippy, but who cares? Like. Last week, me and Chloe went to the Gorching Glens, and we're both like so, like you know, like in tune with the universe. We just love nature, right? Yeah. And we were both like catching up, so we're lo- talking about loads and loads, and in our minds, loads. And then, right, Chloe's like, right, Mara, stop, close your eyes, put your hand on your belly, and take a few deep breaths. And we did that. We went really calm. And then I was like, okay, Chloe, and now we're going to allow the wind to like be your inspiration and dance with the wind. And we literally both just started dancing. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my gosh, you glanced. That sounds unbelievable. I it was the best feeling ever. Oh my god, let me know the next time you're doing that, I'll come along. If anyone saw us, you'll be like, these people have escaped the mental hospital. <laughs> but it was so fun. <laughs> that sounds class. Yeah. Right, I need to do that then next time. Yeah. That's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially, I think nature is such a big thing, isn't it? Mm. It just like, I don't know, releases all your problems and dissolves it. So And good. just like the smell of like the trees and the grass, everything. I don't know. It's just so therapeutic. Mm. And I think definitely getting out for a walk every day is so helpful. Like moving your body. Yeah. God, I've been like an absolute sloth though this past wee while. I've been walking every day, but... Do you know, I'm going to go for a hike with mummy today and just the thought of it is kind of... Because she's so fit. She's a wee mountain goat. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be running up the mountain and I'll be just trailing along behind her. Just good support. Keep it up, mum. Yeah. <laughs> She'll have to put a lead on me. Drag me up. <laughs> You'll be 100%. <laughs> oh. What do you do to, like, ground yourself? Because I know you're travelling loads, you know, I'm sure sometimes you feel like you need to... Yeah, that's actually so true. That's such a good question grinding myself I love I love like reading a good book I don't know is that like is that a form of grinding for sure like reading a good book even like yeah just mostly being outside and you know having your like breakfast sitting outside even if it is raining just sitting in your yeah like this where we are right now I I feel like this is what I've been doing every day and this has made me feel so like blessed to be at home yeah you know like whoever would have thought that like the hills of Caldress would have been something that um sorry (laughs) would be something that I missed when I was away but being back I really appreciated it yeah it's like you've probably a whole new perception a whole new lens yeah exactly so it is so funny like (laughs) yeah whenever I got home one of the guys from Caldress actually messaged me like nothing like the hills of Caldress but like the novelty will wear off soon enough and you'll be wishing you're back in Canada but you know I need to appreciate it while I'm here yeah we'll be back in Canada soon enough and when are you going back again Going back in two weeks tomorrow, so 2nd of November. What do you miss most about Canada? I miss... 
Oh, what do I miss about Canada now? I love, you know, just like being with my friends all the yes. time. You, I don't think people. I don't think you really appreciate that either until you're you're gone from them. Like yes. just like living with. It's like the friends cast, you know. You're just sitting there and you're having. I think every day, like our conversations that we have are like something that should need to be recorded because like they could be podcasts themselves. Like yeah. there's just so much. Oh. so much rubbish talked but it's so funny do you know and entertaining yeah. like a couple of the ones in our house are big debaters so it's always like yeah, I think this and they'll be like and then we'll all be inside and like it's quite funny like oh. um, but yeah I, I think just like yeah like always appreciate your friends when you're around them and obviously miss Chris as well <laughs> I think connection is like the best yeah, like you see the way I was talking about people there. I think it's yeah. always the people that you're around. It's not about the adventures and yeah. who's with you on them. Exactly. Yeah. You could be anywhere in the world. Like I could be living anywhere around here and still have a lovely time if I was with the right people. Love it. So yeah, I am having a lovely time. I'm with my mum and my brother at the minute. So so nice. Yeah, we have a great time. But Tierna, what book do you gift most to others or what book has had the most impact on your life? Oh, that's it. It's a good one. Um, so whenever I was really struggling there over Christmas and stuff, I was reading The Power of Now. Yeah. I think Eckhart Tolle is amazing. Obviously, you can't take everything, like literally what he says, because I think, you know, you have to have future plans as well. Yeah. And you can't just live totally in the now. But yeah. but that book was like a game changer, I think. Yeah, I love that. I And I've been reading... I love anything Sinead Hegg recommends. She's got really good book recommendations. So I, re- I read that um, Code of the Extraordinary Mind. Oh, is that good? It was yeah. so, so good. Yeah, I think anybody should read that as well because he, like, he goes through like he goes through all these different points in your life and like makes you mark it out of 10. So you can actually see on like a physical scale where what parts of your life maybe you, you aren't thriving. And you'll be like, okay, right, I need to work on that a bit more, you know. So he'll go through like love, friendships, work, um, spirituality, like a big range of things, and you just get to like actually see right in front of you. Oh, okay, maybe I could work a little bit more on this, or whatever. And so I think that was a really good book as well. And I've just read Daniela Moyle's book Jump, and she is class. Oh, like everything she said, yeah, everything she says is like, oh my god, is this me? Like, <laughs> it's so relatable. Yes. So yeah, she talks about like all her travels, and she, yeah, she had like a kind of a bit of emotional breakdown, and she went traveling for two years around the world on her own. Yeah. So and she's kind of just saying if she can do it, anybody can do it. So if you need a little bit of inspo, definitely take a read of that. What does traveling do for you? Oh my god, it just like ignites some sort of passion in your soul, doesn't it? Like meeting new people meeting new people seeing new places like you're just not gonna find sitting at home do you know like it's so easy to sit at home and you can watch people traveling on youtube like you can see the places but being there physically is just like another dimension isn't it like yeah. you're like oh my god how does i need everybody to see this like yeah. and it's like that travel bug you think whenever you're caught up in the 95 that you can't travel once you do it once you realize i actually could do this for a good few months oh my god yes yeah it's absolutely so it's so so doable yeah and i think just if i get a sailing boat and live on that like that's my home like i've got a home base but yeah. i'm actually just moving around the world in it so oh my goodness so i don't know i'll see how i can support myself but something will happen and it'll all work out have you always well suppose you have always been like not too attached to like a place or things because you're always moving that must yeah. be like really freeing it is pretty freeing, yeah. 
sometimes I'm like, you know, you're comparing yourself to others. Like, should I be settling down getting a house or what should I be doing? But at the same time, I don't need much, you know, yeah. like as long as you have yourself and a healthy mind and you're happy, then you can go anywhere in the world and you'll find some sort of peace. Do you think you can ask for help from others? Like in what retrospect? Like, like if you're going through shit, could you share it with someone? Do you think you're like open that way? Like you can, cause like I know for me sometimes I like to have it all together and be like the helper instead of asking for help. Okay, I'm yeah. Curious for you. Like, Absolutely. You like yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like I always will want to help people. Like I actually be did. The fixer. <laughs> yeah, be the fixer. Definitely. Like we had a place in whenever we lived in. Australia Chris and I we had a really nice house and it was like probably the closest I've been to like being settled you know and anybody it was so nice to see other people doing kind of what I had been doing for like a few months so we had like Neve and Tane off in their farm work and then they were completely broken and had no money and they could come and stay with us and I'd like feed them and like you know I was loving this like yes. I love being like a feeder and like hosting parties and like I love that but at the same time asking for help is something I can definitely do as well like yeah, I you know I can so do good. it yeah. and I wouldn't be afraid to ever do it and I think that's probably like don't ever be afraid to ask for help yeah. because like you don't know like you'll never know if the answer is no until you ask that's so it. yeah again if you don't ask you don't get yeah so true and like the only way we would have got by is like the help and generosity of others People like are so good. when you're traveling yeah, yeah. like you're like Oh, I was saying there yeah, about my car how it kept on breaking down but people are so good just helping me fix it yeah exactly and yeah. It, it's always like nobody's ever going to really say no to you if you're, in, if you're in need of help I think that's a nice thing about travelling too like restore your faith in humanity oh like, my god yes there's good people everywhere it really really does yeah oh my god the, some people are just so kind aren't they like yeah <laughs> everywhere yeah you definitely will find kindness a lot more whenever you're in uncomfortable situations yeah because when you're at home rarely are you going to be outside your comfort zone uh-huh. do you know 100% you have to get out of out of your comfort zone it's like your shell hardens the more you stay at home I think I don't know like you know yeah absolutely and you, you don't you probably don't want to ask for help because you've never had to really yeah. if you've been at home for a long time and what would the Joneses think if you do yeah oh my god everyone will find out <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah that I think compa- comparing yourself to others and like that is quite a big thing here I find you know if yeah. I'm living at home I, I'd fall into that mindset is is yeah and you kind of don't feel if, if you don't have a, a husband or a boyfriend or a kids or a house or something you, you think lesser of yourself yeah but if you just if you just literally go okay right, I'm just gonna be myself and I love that enjoy like every moment because soon you will have kids and a house and a, fa- and a family and you will want those moments of freedom again too like the best gift you can give yourself is yeah. freedom just to do what you want yeah like how lucky are we so fucking lucky it's so good like yeah. you're off to Spain this week and yeah like, but like it's not that we just won some lottery it's like we decided to create our own reality oh my god anyone can yes absolutely I don't believe like sometimes I believe in luck or whatever but yeah. I think you create your own fate and what you put out there is what you're going to get back 100% so you have to ask and seek the opportunity yeah not like, be the victim yeah you can say oh I'm going to manifest this or whatever but you actually have to take action as well 100%. like you can't just be like oh I'm going to manifest this yeah. think about it and then it's going to come to me knocking on my door no. yeah yeah no you, <laughs> you really have to apply for the job and <laughs> put yourself out there say yes to everything yeah just being a generally good human being to everybody like you don't you don't want to treat anybody with like unkindness or yeah. just be as nice as you can to others because then 
it's opens got, up so many yeah, doors and you're gonna receive it back yeah oh i love it <laughs> if you could have one message on a billboard for the whole world to see what would it be feel the fear and doing any anyway yeah i reckon that's the thing that puts everybody off is the fear of something you know you can live in your head and be like okay i have this fear of going travel on my own or doing something but like you'll never know if yeah. you don't do it so just feel that fear like get into that fear and see it as a good thing and just do it i was listening to um oprah winfrey's audiobook before this and she's saying that like 95 percent of our beliefs are lies Oh my god totally it's nice like your brain is a wee bully sometimes it, <laughs> it really is like that's amazing i must wait is it a good audiobook so good okay i must take a listen it. yeah oh my god yeah i will because god i get so caught up in my own thoughts like yeah. and you think sometimes you know you look at somebody's instagram you're like oh they're so like free and but like everyone's still a prisoner of their own thoughts at the end of the day yeah, and you're always it is horrible isn't it yeah. whatever you get so caught up in your own head yeah like we're both like i know i'm still suffering right now with my own wee battles yeah and maybe you're the same absolutely yeah that never stops you just yeah. have to keep working alongside it and accept it i think and yeah. just instead of fighting it because you're never gonna win and just focus on the gratitude yeah i know i love that you've um you would talk a lot about journaling yeah have you yeah. tried journaling i've journaled a few times i'm finding it kind of i don't know sometimes i find myself having like a mental block where i'm like right i'll write down what i should write down yeah do you know oh so unfortunately this is where we had technical difficulties and my laptop ran out of batteries but what i said then is that if you yourself are ever looking to get into journaling but are struggling to get your ideas onto paper I invite you to buy like a really cheap journal that you don't mind ruining with all your crazy thoughts because whenever we have a nice journal we want to keep it really nice and perfect and have perfect handwriting and it's hard to really allow our creative juices to fully explode onto the page so if you have tried journaling before and it hasn't worked with a nice journal why not try it with a cheaper notepad from your local store and just see if that helps you in the process of just being able to get more of your messy thoughts out of your head and onto paper. Other than that, I really hope that you enjoyed that conversation with Fulcherna. I'd love to sit down with her again to record a future one. So if you would like that as well, just let me know. And if you know anyone who might enjoy this podcast conversation, please share it with them. Post it on social media just to get the word out there. And I have left Fulcherna's Etsy store on the show notes. So it is definitely worth a look out. Her jewellery is just so beautiful. And that is all from this week's episode.